Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Tuesday, November 12th. Here is an impeachment inquiry update from today's show. The White House's bifurcated and disjointed response to the impeachment inquiry has been fueled by a battle between acting Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney and White House Counsel Pat Cipollone. Mulvaney has urged aides not to comply with the inquiry and blocked any cooperation with congressional Democrats. Top political aides at the Office of Management and Budget, which Mulvaney previously led, have fallen in line with his defiant, stonewalling stance. Mulvaney's office blames Cipollone for not doing more to stop other government officials from participating in the impeachment inquiry, as a number of State Department officials, diplomats, and even an aide to Vice President Pence have given sworn testimony before Congress. Cipollone, meanwhile, has fumed that Mulvaney only made matters worse with that October 17th news conference when he publicly acknowledged a quid pro quo, essentially confirming Democratic accusations in front of television cameras. Cipollone did not want Mulvaney to hold that news conference, a message that was passed along to the acting chief of staff's office, according to two senior Trump advisors. But a Mulvaney aide says a team of White House lawyers prepared him for the news conference and never said he shouldn't do it. Neither Mulvaney nor Cipollone has broad experience navigating a White House through such a tumultuous period, but their actions have contributed to the government's increasingly tenuous response to the impeachment inquiry, as public hearings are set to begin tomorrow. Despite the high stakes, the White House has moved slowly to hire a staff specifically dedicated to working on the issue, a concern that's been expressed to the White House by several Republican senators. Another dispute that has meant Mulvaney and Cipollone are hardly on speaking terms emerged over the potential hiring of former Congressman Trey Gowdy, the Republican from South Carolina who made a name for himself leading the GOP's inquest into the handling of the Benghazi massacre in 2012. Mulvaney advocated for hiring his former House colleague and longtime friend, but Cipollone was strongly opposed. Some Hill Republicans, more aligned with Mulvaney, were not pleased and have accused Cipollone of being territorial behind the scenes. They wanted Gowdy to lead the cross-examination for Trump in the Senate, a role Cipollone is said to want for himself. Trump has complained about his legal team to White House officials and advisors in recent weeks, saying they need to be much more aggressive in defending him. At the same time, Trump has also been complaining about Mulvaney, blaming him for his political troubles and toying with the idea of replacing him. It hasn't helped that Republicans on Capitol Hill are talking about trying to make Mulvaney the fall guy to save the president. It's created a very tense atmosphere in the West Wing. Some administration officials complain that Cipollone has not kept Mulvaney and other White House offices in the loop on key decisions. Cipollone's office, for example, released that transcript of the July 25th phone call with Trump and his Ukrainian counterpart. That was a move that Mulvaney apparently, according to Mulvaney's people, opposed. Neither the acting chief of staff nor some members of the White House press office knew in advance that the call was going to be released. And now the breaking news overnight is that Mulvaney has withdrawn a last-minute effort to join a lawsuit filed by former National Security Advisor John Bolton's top deputy, Charlie Kupperman. Mulvaney said he will file his own lawsuit focused on the same underlying question. Must he testify as part of Congress's impeachment inquiry? Amazingly, what that means is that Trump is listed as a co-defendant in a lawsuit brought by the White House chief of staff. This is historically unprecedented. 
Kupperman, in a filing earlier in the day on Monday, opposed Mulvaney's request to join his lawsuit, also seeking a determination about whether he should comply with the White House order not to testify or a valid congressional subpoena to appear. The two former national security aides, Bolton and Kupperman, are very angry that Mulvaney tried to join their lawsuit. They were caught off guard by it. They perceive Mulvaney as a key participant in Trump's alleged conspiracy to coerce the Ukrainian government to investigate Joe and Hunter Biden. Bolton aides have testified in recent weeks before Congress that the former national security advisor derisively referred to the Ukrainian proposal as a drug deal. And White House officials say that Bolton and Mulvaney were barely on speaking terms when Bolton was pushed out of his post in September. Three new deposition transcripts were released last night that also undercut a key line of defense that Trump and his aides have been using. Senior U.S. officials told House impeachment investigators that Ukrainian leaders were well aware that nearly $400 million in congressionally approved security assistance had been frozen before that information became public. Trump and his defenders have argued that the administration couldn't have leveraged the security assistance to procure a pledge from Kiev to investigate his political rivals because they say Ukrainian officials didn't know the money was being withheld. So it couldn't have been a quid pro quo. They said that Ukraine didn't find out until late August when Politico reported it was being held up. But according to sworn testimony from Catherine Croft, a Ukraine specialist in the State Department, the Ukrainians found out very early on that the funds had been frozen. They found out closer to July 18th when the OMB put the hold at Trump's behest on the money. Thanks for listening. I'm James Hellman. If you want to hear full episodes, find The Daily 202 wherever you get your podcasts.